Hello everybody and welcome to this fourth episode. Uh, introducing this this episode today is me, Sebastian from San Jose, California, and my my friend Edgar. Edgar, you almost, you almost called me partner. My partner. <laughs> my partner is in this endeavor. Yeah, thank yeah. you. I, yeah. I, I need I need the clarification. Yeah. Hello, hello everyone. <laughs> well, uh, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, just to, to start today today's show, we want to first talk about the Champions League, which is happening this Saturday. Uh, for those who doesn't know, is uh, is in between uh, Liverpool and Real Madrid. It's going to be a very exciting match. It's happening in Kiev, the capital of the of Ukraine. It's the first time that this match is going to be played in Ukraine. I've heard that right now prices of like hotels and Airbnbs and everything is, is are up to the roof right now. Wow. Yeah. Because it's a country that is not prepared for this amount of tourism, I think. So everything is up to the roof. But anyhow, the, the match is going to be at 1.45 Central Time. I believe here in California that's 11.45. <laughs> um, well, it's, uh, you're gonna, let's start talking about, the, about football. As you know, uh, Liverpool lead by... Jurgen Klopp is bringing out all their all their main te- all the main team, uh, except uh, Chamberlain who was who got injured uh, in the past in the in the in the past match. In the first game against Roma. In the first game against Roma, yeah. And then uh, Real Madrid is bringing everybody. <laughs> Ronaldo, <laughs> yeah, like everybody's playing there. Ramos, Keylor Navas, Benzema. Benzema. Yeah, it's very scary. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm glad to not be a football player of Liverpool right now because can you imagine the pressure right now thinking that... It It is scary. I mean, I... You know, I, it didn't hit me because Liverpool has, Liverpool has played well. They've, you know, they are where they are and they deserve to be there. They have a great attacking... They're a great attacking team. But I was looking at, a, at the starting eleven for both teams and, man, there is... There's a difference there. I mean, just for example, look at their their backs, their left back and their right back. Um, um, Robertson and I forget the other guy's name. Um, let me look it up. But yeah, I mean, comparing that to to Real Madrid, it's just it's just insane. I mean, I don't know how how that can possibly. I don't know. It's 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 just. It's just such a big difference in between, between the two of them, and Lovren again scares me. Um, you know he's made a lot of mistakes, and you know I I, I don't know their midfield yeah. is, is okay, it's good, but still you know nothing compared to Casemiro, Cross, and Modric who are monsters. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't, that's where I, I am. I don't feel very confident about the, their defense, about the Liverpool's yeah. defense. I think it's a very, they have a very strong, as you said, attacking. <clears throat> And they have very good striking strikers. Uh, for example, Salah is ready to play, even though he's in Ramadan. Apparently, he's they're gonna do something about it, but <laughs> he's I, gonna I, play. I read, to, I read today that I mean, for people who don't know, Ramadan is a, is a Muslim holiday, um, and they have to fast. And you know, Muslims around the world are fasting. Um, during this time yeah but I'm so, not sure if it is a holiday I think it's a holy week right how long is the Ramadan I have no idea how long it is. 
Well, yeah, it's not a holiday, just the day. I know, it's not I don't a know day, yeah, it's like a, a month, yeah. perhaps? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I read today that he is actually doing it. He's going to be fasting. Um, so, I mean... Yeah, well, everybody everybody has to do it <laughs> some, some way or another. I think, like, I heard that they are sacrificing some goats in his family as well, <laughs> because I think for the World Cup and for everything that is happening, like, as a tribute to... Who knows who they're doing that. Uh, but yeah. So going back to football, I think Real Madrid has a l also a lot of pressure. This is the only tournament that they are still competing for a trophy this year, which is also kind of sad <laughs> because they couldn't make it to the league. The league was already defined by December. And they couldn't make it also in the La Copa El Rey. So this is their only tournament right now so well, I mean, it's, it's not a bad one to be in no but still i mean if they lose i think it's a bad season you know like oh yeah do you consider it to be good like if you make it to the no. final you know like no no you're right i mean argentina made it to three finals and lost them all i i, I would like to be in a final i don't know what that's like but yeah i mean losing losing them kind of sucks and for a three and and you know I, i am staring at the lineup for the both teams so let's just, let's just quickly go by them the goalie for liverpool is Carius, who i mean he's okay goalie for madrid is navas defenders superman are, i forgot superman yeah. navas <laughs> like the best the one player. i forgot la The one I forgot last time was Alexander Arnold. He's actually born and raised in well, raised in Liverpool. Um, so it's you know kind of cool that he's playing for his hometown team uh, and gets to play a, a Champions League final. Lovren and Van Dijk, who, who I like the, the latter, not 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 Lovren. Um, Robertson, young um, Scottish um, defender, but you know compare that to Marcelo and Carvajal, Barane and Ramos. I mean, man, there, there's a difference there, especially well, we, in the, on the sides. Yeah, especially because we saw that it was kind of easy, not easy, but like the other teams like Roma scored a lot of goals against yeah, them, it, you know? So I wonder if they have worked that during the these past weeks. But, you know, I don't think a team improves that much from one week to another. So we will see how it goes. I But it's going to be exciting, nevertheless, I I don't know. I have a, a feeling that Liverpool probably is going to try to push hard at the beginning. And, uh, you know, they're going to try to make some goals at, like, and, and let Real Madrid play. But at the same time, like they, they're going to try to score as soon as they can. Because also I think, like, uh, probably they're going to get... Eventually they're going to feel the pressure of the of the match and the tiredness. Yeah. So I think they want to score as soon as they can. So I think at the beginning of the match, I think probably Liverpool is going to be start, starting by being more offensive. And then, uh, but Real Madrid, you know how it is. Like they play the 90 minutes. You know, like you, they have won yep. three matches in the minute in the after the minute 90. So, yeah, I don't know how this is going to be. Probably it, similar. You know, before before you said that, I was thinking to myself, you know, the smaller team usually kind of goes, you know, in, into their half. And defense, right? So, and they basically give the ball to the big team so that they can um, counterattack uh, when there's spaces and stuff. And I can see, I, I could think that in this case, obviously Liverpool is a smaller team 
um, and Madrid is the, is the bigger team. But so that's what I thought they could do. But then, you know, hearing you say what you said, I it makes perfect sense. I mean, m Liverpool has a huge chance to do, to do a lot of harm with those three up front. Salah, Firmino are extraordinary. I like Mane too. He just mm. comes in and out sometimes. Uh, Henderson and Milner, not definitely not my favorite type of players, but they do their job. They, you know, they they recuperate the ball. They 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 make they try to make the team play. Uh, with Naldum, I honestly don't know that much about him. I know he he's like an attacking an attacking midfielder um, in in FIFA terms. <laughs> FIFA now. Um, Yeah, we, we want FIFA, FIFA, uh, AS Sports to sponsor this podcast. Yeah, that's true. Please sh <laughs> shout out to everyone there. Yeah. Um, no, but but what I was gonna say too is that you can compare the two, you know, the two teams, but both teams are in the same position. Yeah, the, Liverpool is going for the Champions League, and so is Madrid. Madrid has this extraordinary team with a lot of incredible players, but they didn't win the. The league, they didn't win the Copa del Rey. They are in the same place as Liverpool is because they didn't win them, yeah. those, those tournaments either. I also think that Real Madrid showed some weakness before, you know. So it, it was not the unbeatable Real Madrid that we saw, for example, like last in the last in the last um, Champions League. No, actually, to Champions League before, like. Not the one that they won before. They were extraordinary, you know. Do you remember that one that they were super unbeatable and against Atleti? Atleti, the final. Yeah, I think it's Atletic. Yeah, because this, this is this is gonna be their third one in a row, right? The third final. No, yeah, the third in a row because it's yeah. So Madrid went to the final uh, four years ago. When yeah, no, uh, no. I... This is gonna be. See that's third uh, Champions League final in a row. Like to, if the, he win it, he will be one of the few who has done it, or something like that. Yeah, that is insane. Yeah, but well, going back to to this, like I think uh, Real Madrid has so, has shown some weakness. For example, Ronaldo hasn't been that strong and that that's very true. as precise as he has been before. You know, I, I think Raes. Sergio Ramos is the main leader of the t of the team, but also I, I, sometimes he's not a good leader in the way that I think he's a good, you know, like he pushes the team to play strong, but sometimes he can be a little bit like the concentrate people. I think I think for example, like he yells at them or he's like a little bit too much sometimes, and I don't know. Well, maybe he, he gets he gets spelt a lot too. Yeah. It's expelled a lot, yeah. So, yeah, we will see like how, how it goes, but I think, uh, yeah, I think Real Madrid is not as connected as they used to. I so, think they we will see yeah. that. So, let me tell you something. So, I had on my notes because I had written down the number of times Madrid has gone to the final in the last four years, and I, I, I saw it when I was going to answer your question, and I was like, no, that's not right. So I went back <laughs> and looked at it, and it is true. This is their third final in a row. Um, the Barcelona played Juventus in the in 2015, and they beat them. And then in 2014, Madrid played against Atletico Madrid and beat Atletico Madrid. Beat so it's been, yeah, it's been 2014 Real Madrid against Atletico Madrid. 
2015 Barcelona Juventus Barcelona won at Real Madrid Atletico Madrid in 2015 20, in, sorry in 2016 Real Madrid Juventus that ended 4-1 we all remember that day and Real Madrid Liverpool this time around it is incredible honestly it's <laughs> really incredible yeah I, I couldn't trust my notes even though I looked at it earlier today I was like that's not right um, but yeah that's what happened yeah it's extraordinary it's exciting so it's gonna be a very exciting match um, but um, yeah do you Ooh, I have I have one for you actually Sebas. okay tell me did, did you know that this is not the la- the first Liverpool Real Madrid in history uh, for the champion on the Champions League final uh, in, let me think. Maybe in the nineties, because Liverpool was really strong in the nineties, right? In the eighties, actually, the eighty-one 80s. final, eighty-one final. It was Liverpool versus Real Madrid, and Liverpool won one zero. Some oh. dude named Alan Kennedy scored in the second half. So let's let's hope that <laughs> let's hope that the winning streak in the Champions League finals continues for Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, it'll be hilarious. <laughs> Interesting. Who was yeah. in, that, in that Real Madrid? I think a, who did, like who, who was a, fa- a big Real Madrid player in the eighties? Probably like a, a, the the Mexican player. Do you remember that one? The the striker. Or oh, Ch- oh, Sanchez. Hugo Sanchez was he that the squad in the eighties? Mm, no, I, I don't think, think so. He was that was younger, before no. him. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, there's more mostly like Spanish players. I I don't really know them. Yeah. To be honest with you. Uh, Juanito, I think Juanito is famous, isn't he? Yeah, I think Juanito is Vicente, Vicente del Bosque was on this team. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Vicente del Bosque, for those who doesn't know, is like the Vicente Fernandez of Spain. Like, that famous. <laughs> <laughs> that was a terrible joke, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed. I like you. I yeah. No, but Vicente del Bosque is like, uh, he was the coach for. Actually, he coached, if I'm not mistaken, Liverpool for a time. Do you remember Vicente El Bosque? Actually, I think he won a Champions League with Liverpool in 2005 mm. or something like that. I no no, they're confusing the other the little bald guy, um, the one that coaches Napoli right now. Well, or Newcastle, oh. I think. Newcastle. Huh. No, well, I, I don't think he he ever did. I don't think he ever did coach Rafael Benitez. That's what you're oh, Rafa Benitez. Yeah. yeah. Del Bosque was the coach of the, of the, of the, of the Spanish oh, national team and he won the World Spain. Cup. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's it. He's, That's it. Yeah, he's the one. That, I mean, pretty, <laughs> you know, pretty accomplished people, both of them. Yeah. But, I mean, one of Not them bad. has a World Cup. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, the, the, the match is on Saturday. I think you said that already. Yeah. Um, 1.45 Central Time. Um, so you know, obviously, Chicago time, yeah. Um, and so, I think for you, for you, that's what eleven forty-five. Eleven forty-five here in California. Pacific time. Pacific time. Kind of like very early for a match, I guess. It's gonna be night time for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's gonna be. I don't know. I'm excited to see Ronaldo. I'm excited to see Salah. To be honest with you, I'm excited to see Salah. I'm excited to see Salah in the World Cup. I'm excited to see Salah in the Champions League final because this is the types of matches that make a player, you know? Like, Salah has been extraordinary, scored a lot of goals, but he hasn't won anything. I mean, you know, he's won a lot of individual trophies this year, but, you know, it, it is 
it is these moments that make a player... I mean, I don't expect Egypt to win the World Cup, but I do want them and expect them to do a really good job. They may be kicked out in the group stage, but I want them to play well, Salah to, to score some goals, to, you know, to, to prove that he is a world-class player, because, because he is. He is. I think he is, but he just needs to prove it. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. I mean, probably they have chances to move forward with... Which is like that group is I mean Egypt. Let me think about the, the group. Egypt is with Saudi Arabia, right? Russia yeah. and Uruguay here. Well, they have they chances. They, they have. definitely have. They definitely do. Because Ru Russia this year is really really poor, and Saudi Arabia, I don't know. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know anything. But yeah. And it's Egypt and Uruguay. I mean, they can probably pass here in second. You know. They could. And, and yeah. first, why not first? I mean, definitely the team to beat there is... is your wife for sure. Um, I, I, you know, completing my Panini album, I noticed something super weird about the about Russia uh, in, in the album. What did, did you, you notice? Did you, know, did you notice that in the Panini album, all of the Russian players play in Russia? Oh, no. Really? Yeah, look at it. Tomorrow, later tonight, when you get very curious and, and try to look at it. All of them play in Russia. Obviously, all of the, the ones in the album, right? I don't know about the yeah. rest of the squad. How about Arshavin? Because that was like their main player for a time. Yeah. Is he, he still he, there? I don't know. I don't remember. I just remember being like, oh, why do all, everyone, does everyone play in Russia? That's super weird. But yeah, so, so I think, yeah, I, I, again, you know, I do definitely want uh, Salah to do well. I definitely want him to score a few goals against uh, Real Madrid and hopefully win the cup. And be ready for Russia 2018, which is, I think, what we should move on and talk to talk about next. Yeah, let's move let's move uh, forward and let's talk about the World Cup. Yep. So there is a few uh, matches this coming this yeah, week. Yeah, there are gonna be some friendly matches in this upcoming week. I know, for example, some teams are playing two matches. Uh, for example, I think, uh, yeah, but. Mo like some other teams, for example, Colombia is playing just one, which is going to be against Egypt. Um, but yeah, for those who doesn't know, the World Cup is going to be happening 21 days, 13 hours and 35 minutes from now. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, we are extremely excited. Actually, the reason for this podcast, besides us being friends and talking about football the freaking time, is also because we are super excited that we want uh, to talk about the World Cup the times. That's what this. That's one of the reasons why we are doing this. So, well, and, and let's be honest. Let's be honest. Let's be completely honest. It is the first time Peru goes to the World Cup in 36 years, and now I have a better excuse to watch it and be happy about it. Yeah, the first time for Edgar. So excited. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah it's, uh, for in my case, it's my fourth. But I, I, you know, like Colombia went to the World Cup in 1990. I was two. I don't remember that one. <laughs> then in '94 we went there, and it was a very sad worker for Colombia because they we we lost against the U.S. in an own goal, and then months later they they murdered Andres Escobar. So it was not as enjoyable as 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 it should have been. And then in '98 it was a very messy World Cup. I remember Faustino Spriglia. I remember that World Cup. That's the first, probably the first World Cup that I remember. And I remember Faustino Spriglia. Uh, he resigned in the middle of the workup. So he really? Did, yeah, he said he, that he was done with that, so he went back to Colombia in France. 
and then yeah then for a time we didn't go and then until the last World Cup in Brazil we went there and we did a kind of a good job and now we're back I'm sorry kind of a good job you guys were awesome yeah well we were yeah Colombia Colombia they made it fifth actually in the tournament so yeah that's insane I mean James Rodriguez was the top scorer I think of the World Cup or something like that yeah he was the top scorer and he scored the most beautiful goal he did Uh, uh, yeah against Uruguay right Against Uruguay, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so I mean, so it's exciting. I mean, the good thing for Peru as well, I think, is that they are coming with a very strong uh, lineup, really strong team, even though Pablo Guerrero is not coming, right? <laughs> Everybody tried. Even, even the captains of the other teams sent a video to FIFA to see if they could can convince somebody there to let Guerrero play and not even that help. But yeah, that was that was really but, sad. Yeah, but how do you call that el tas? How do you call that in English? The, I have no idea. The like yeah. uh, association for stupidity. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> association of I don't know. Like they are the ones who take these decisions, and they are like basically the it's like a tribunal. Yeah, it's like the Supreme Court for the U.S. Whatever they say is a rule and has to be taken seriously. So. It's out of the reach of FIFA actually to bring Guerrero over, but yeah, it's it's unfortunate. Um, we Peru plays against Scotland on the 29th, so next Tuesday, um, everyone will be playing except obviously for the uh, our captain. Um, you know, it's it's really sad. I mean, Farfan and Guerrero, Farfan probably our, our best player after Guerrero. Um, they grew up together. They're part of the same Alianza Lima team and the 94, category 94. Uh, and, you know, this was the end of a story, right? The the two players that kind of brought us here. And it's just, you know, extremely sad that that cannot happen. Um, so, you know, I, again, I think, we'll do a, I think we'll do a good World Cup. I honestly, my, personally, uh, I want to enjoy it. I know Guerrero's not going to be there. I would do anything I could to, to have him there. I don't think he deserves to be punished. Um, and we can talk about that a little bit later. But he... But nevertheless, Peru is a pretty good team that plays really well. We played really well against Croatia. Ex- scored a beautiful goal. If anyone hasn't seen it, the second goal was beautiful. Uh, and I was in the stadium, so I know. <laughs> um... And yeah, I think we'll do a good job. I, I don't know if we'll go through. We have a pretty tough team with France. Sorry, pretty tough group with France, Denmark, and uh, Australia. Um, but I, I think we'll do a good job and hopefully go through. Um, so yeah, so the next match is against Scotland in Lima. So that's going to be the goodbye of the team. Do you know who you guys are playing? Are you playing anyone, actually? Are, are you sure you are playing anyone? Yeah, we're playing Egypt on Friday in Italy. Oh, on Friday. Yeah. So, right now, Peckerman called, I think, 28 players. Or 36, probably. I think he called 36 players, but only 28 showed up in Bogota to train. Mm -hmm. Then he's taking 25 to Italy. Okay, wow. So, he has to choose in a few days who he he takes. Yeah, I think he has chosen already. But, um, you know, he's, he's... as I told you before, like I think it's very 
like they they normally say the 23 the 23 names but they can change it sometimes you know like they can yeah. so he he's very cautious so he's taking 25 in case and uh, like a player gets injured or doesn't show that he can be in the work of doing the trainings right so in this case for example i think chara is that guy the chara is awaiting for somebody to get injured in order to go to play for oh man to, to join the workup yeah um but for yeah it, it was very interesting to see like the the lineup because for example cardona is not gonna play and i thought he was one of the main ones Actually, in the last podcast that we talked about, he was one of the, the, the one of the players that I thought he was going to be for sure in the World Cup, and he's not even he's not even going to be in the in the group of the twenty five players. So, wow, yeah, I think he's looking for players that can do one, like two or more like jobs. You know what I mean? Like to play maybe a little bit midfielder, attacker, or like defense, a little bit midfield. You know, like. That in order for him to have more options in case he has to change things right. during the World Cup. So, so players that can like play as a left back or midfielder or you know attacking midfielder or something like that. Yeah, that multiple can, positions. That can multitask a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So, so he's like trying to to take to take to bring those players. Uh, but uh, yeah, the, you want to talk a little bit like the players that are not gonna go because we were talking with Edgar earlier. We were surprised about these names because there are some big names that are not going to go to the World Cup. Well, we, we should start with the entire Italian team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but we uh, knew about that one. Yeah. Then the US team. Yeah. Oh, man, that hits home. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And then you have Mexico who's going to go as a tourist. No, just kidding. No. Wow. <laughs> you just insulted half our audience. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. No. <laughs> No, and then then we have like every squad. They have a. I think for for the main squads is really tough because, you know, for Germany, Spain, France, they have over twenty five players to choose from. You know, like they have. You know, they, if they have to choose twenty three and three has to be goalies, technically have to choose only nineteen. That's really tough. You know, like when you have. Wait, why nineteen? Shouldn't it be twenty? No, it's three goalies. Oh, so, yeah, 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 sorry. Come sorry. on, man. Sorry. <laughs> so you have to choose 20 players. And it's really tough because 20 players, it's not that much, actually, for a tournament this long. So, for example, in in Spain, we were surprised that Alvaro Morata was not chosen. Yeah. Who else was not chosen, Edgar? Uh, yeah. From Spain, we have... Um, Bartra. Bartra is not going. But he's well, he's playing for like a small team like Real Betis, I think now. I don't know I don't know how well he's doing. I mean I don't know much about him. I I lost track of him at after Borussia Dortmund. Yeah, so probably he's not at his premium right now, that's No, why. he's yeah. probably not playing as well anymore. But but Monatas did surprise me. I mean, they decided to bring in uh, Diego Costa, whom I I mean he's he's not a bad player, of course. No one can ever say that. But um, he he's definitely not my favorite. I mean, I, I like Morata quite a bit. I think he's a pretty good player. He he plays really well in the entire front. Probably, you know, if you have to come, I think I think what happened with Spain is that they had to choose a number nine, like a strong, tall, attacking player, and mm-hmm. they and he went with 
um, with with um, Diego Costa, right? Yeah, and yeah, that, Diego Costa. That was his. That was his. That was his choice because um, the only one that the only Brazilian player playing for the national <laughs> team of Spain. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's pretty interesting. I mean, the because the other forwards are. They don't seem like that to me. I mean, Rodrigo is there too, the, the Valencia forward. And I guess he's a little bit more like, you know, kind of like Diego Costa too. Um, but I would have chosen Morata over, over Rodrigo myself, personally. And then the third one, and I don't know if you've seen this, is Iago Aspas, who plays mm-hmm. for Celta, Celta de Vigo. Uh, and he, he made the team. Yeah. Instead of Morata. I mean, that's, that's pretty surprising. Yeah, it's a very different... It's, it's interesting how, how fast it changes, right? Like, yeah. you see the previous workouts, like uh, Spain had, for example, Casillas, and uh, it had uh, also Puyol, and uh, now Daniel, the, what was the name of this other play for Barcelona? Uh, Alba. Jordi, yeah, Jordi Alba. And now, like, you see the lineup, but it's totally different. And... Um, yeah, I think the defense will stay as it's been for a little bit with Carvajal, Ramos, Piqué, and Jordi Alba. This is probably the last World Cup for maybe Piqué and probably Ramos too, maybe. Yeah, and uh, is it also the last World Cup of uh, Andres Iniesta. Yeah, that's what I was going to say too. Yeah, so and he, he said already goodbye to Barcelona. He's going to China, apparently. No, he's going to Japan. I saw on Instagram today. Oh. It's not yeah. Japan. It used to be China. That was yeah. like what they were saying that, before. That they've been saying for a while, China, China. But nope, he's going to Japan apparently. I saw it on Instagram from him, so it, it has to be Japan. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah, but but I mean, man, Spain has an extraordinary you know set of midfielders: Thiago from Bayern Munich, David Silva, of course, Asensio, Lucas Vasquez, Isco. My goodness. Yeah. Like the dream to have a you know even their second tier team you know like their. How you say suplentes like their, their yeah like their substitutes. The substitutes are excellent. Yeah. So it's it's crazy. Like I uh, mean, you, look, look, just just listen to this midfield of Spain: Busquets, Andres Iniesta, Saúl Coque, Thiago, David Silva, Isco, Marco Asensio, and Lucas Vázquez. Oh my God! Yeah. All of, <laughs> obviously, all of them can't play. So it's probably gonna be what four, five of five of them. Just a team with Iniesta, Thiago, and David Silva, Lucas Vasquez. My goodness, what do you do? And Busquets is there. Yeah, I, I kind of get why he didn't include uh, Morata, probably. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, the, the, I mean, there's, I mean, maybe as a sub, you know, instead of Rodrigo. But yeah, it's insane. I mean, it's it's incredible. Anyway, another absence that is obviously that hurts, and I would have loved to see him play because I like him as a you know, what he portrays to be as a person. I don't know him, of course, uh, and as a player because I think it's extraordinary. Is Dani Alves from oh, yeah. Brazil? Um, he got injured a few weeks ago, and he will not be playing the World Cup, which is needless to say uh, a loss for everyone. I, I think. I mean. He is an extraordinary player. He's a fighter. He is just... I remember vividly, Sebas, years ago, watching a, a match, I think it was Barcelona, if I remember correctly, in Spain, just a normal league match. And they were chanting racist comments towards uh, Daniel Alves, and they throw a banana at him. Mm. And he and he was going to shoot a corner kick, so imagine he was, you know, right there, close to people, uh, to, to the stands... 
and he sees a banana on the floor, he grabs it, he eats it, and shoots the corner kick. Oh, yeah. He's a very peculiar player. He seems to have a very strong personality. He does, and I love that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you have to have that to succeed as, yeah. as a player. He's, I mean, and the pressure. Yeah, he can. he's one of those players that you can... You know, if you take him by himself, he can't do a good match. You know, he has to play all right and people, he can, like, win. Like, he, yeah. he can win anything. Yeah. It's like, uh, like, is that the only player missing in the Brazilian squad? That surprised you? Um, that I could because, think so, yeah. Who is the goalie? Is it a still... Who is the goalie for, like... Ali- Alison. Alison, I think, yeah. I think, yeah. You know, I think yeah. you say Alison, actually, not not Alison. Alison. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, no, but the yeah. other goalie they have is Ederson, the the Manchester City goalie. Yeah. I like him. He's pretty good, but the rest yeah. of the squad is Marcelo, Felipe Luis, Thiago Silva, Danilo, Marquinhos. Uh, there's a few that I don't know. Casemiro, Paulinho. Renato I think Brazil, Brazil always has that ingredient and they always like to bring yeah players from the national league that nobody knows that nobody knows yeah i don't know why they love that but it's their thing i guess yeah. they don't want they want to show also that the league is kind of a strong in some way but they always bring some players from the national team that are very very known but it, it is very weird um but yeah i, I don't know brazil I think it has a pretty good squad. I think not having Dani Alves is a huge, huge loss. Yeah, and they don't have Neymar either. No, he's going to play. Yeah, but no, he's not going to play. Yeah, but he is. He's going to go, but he's not going to play. He's, you don't think he's going to play? No, he's like a tourist. You know, he hasn't been connected to football for the past six months. I don't think he has the stamina or the, you know, like the condition to play a tournament of this... Of this magnitude. Of this magnitude. <laughs> Well, I, th- I think he's like an excellent player. Don't get me wrong, but for example, he was injured in a, like a, some weeks ago, and they told him in France, "Hey, you have to come back for training." He went there. For, he went there for an hour, and he went back. Wow! And then uh, now he, the Brazilian team is reunited in Brazil playing, and he went to the training in a helicopter. So I think he's, you know what I mean. I think he's gonna go. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think his mind is going to be in this thing. Yeah. Which is very unfortunate. I don't think, like, that happens a lot. Many players are like that. Like Faustino Street, as we talked earlier, his mind was somewhere else. That's that's really sad. I mean, I can I can see what you're saying. It's, it's very sad to hear that because he is a very talented player. I think he just makes really poor decisions, to be honest. Yeah, I think his environment, including his dad, and you know, like also knowing that knowing know, to know that you are worth, you know, like two hundred and forty euros, million euros, and that you're probably gonna go to Real Madrid, even though you haven't proven anything this year, you know, he's just gonna go there. So I think all of that impacts how the player behaves on the field, and I think. He's not con- as connected as he was before. Even in the last World Cup, even though Brazil did a very poor job in the last World Cup, he was playing there. He was trying to show, 
you know, what, what was he made of because he was trying to go to Barcelona back then. But right now, I, I think the player is a little bit out of his mind. So yeah, I, I hopefully he goes back. You know, like reminds me a lot of Adriano, for example, El Emperador, oh the Emperor. My, he was so talented. He was extremely talented, and then he made it to Inter Milan. And when he was playing in Inter Milan, everything went south. He started like do, not going to trainings. He started like flying to Brazil every now and then, and now he is living in Brazil he's not playing football or anything anymore he's, yeah making poor yeah. choices you know yeah. I have to say when you ask me who's missing I had I've read the Brazil squad and I even told you who's going and I cannot believe I didn't notice that David Luiz is not going to the World, to the world Cup <laughs> Bob Patiño Bob <laughs> <laughs> how do you call him in English Sideshow Bob or something Sideshow like Bob Sideshow Bob yeah yeah. yeah, he's not going to the World Cup. I mean, that is... I don't know, yeah. I, just so vivid from the last World Cup, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I remember him playing in that World Cup. And yeah, it's just that, I don't know, I think probably many Brazilians want something else because in that past World Cup, they lost so bad against Germany. And I think they want some, like, some f fresh blood, right? Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, I, I think... Yeah, I mean everyone deserves that. So okay. a few, a few more players missing: uh, Rabiot from from France, from Benzema, Koscielny for because he got injured, uh, and Payet, Dimitri Payet. Yeah. Also, Gareth Bale is not going because he plays for Wales. For Wales and Wales hasn't been in a World Cup in years. So have they ever been in a World Cup? I think they have been to a couple, yeah, but not in a long time. I think he chances to join a World Cup are very very slim so yeah he, he he's not in the tournament wow. i think also also uh, in argentina we we, just, we saw that for example chiquito romero this week got injured yeah for those who doesn't know chiquito romero is the goalkeeper chiquito means little little romero but he's very tall it's funny but he's very tall yeah and that, that's why it's funny that's <laughs> <laughs> very funny yeah so now argentina is debating who's gonna be the main goalie And I, I think it's going to be Franco Armani, who is the goalie of uh, River Plate in Argentina. Yeah. I think he's going to be the main guy, which is very lucky. He was almost he was uh, almost called to be the goalie of Colombia. Uh, he was going to be the second goalie of Colombia. Now he's going to be then he was called to be the second goalie of Argentina. Now he's going to be the main goalie. So that's really lucky for the player. Not for Chiquito Romero, I guess. Yeah, it's crazy. They they called this guy Nahuel Guzman mm -hmm. um, to replace Romero, but I, obviously I, I agree. I don't think he's going to play at all. I think it's going to be Armani. And Armani's a great goalie. Which I think we talked about him a little bit on, the, on our last show. Or, or Yeah, I'm a big fan of Armani, even though he's a bit like... He used to play in Nacion Atletico Nacional. I'm a big <laughs> fan of him. I actually heard that he's probably... This is going to be his last season in Argentina. They are talking about that... I believe an Italian team wants to buy the player for next for the next year. I mean, he's old already. Well, yeah, 30, he's 31, but yeah, I mean that's not that old for a goalie. Yeah, but, but they're talking a main team. It can even be Juventus or Inter. So well, Buffon is leaving. Yeah, I think he There might be go. a great replacement actually. But there's an opening. Yeah. Um, no, but I actually went. I, I think we skipped past this. I wanted to tell you about Raviot. So I was reading reading today or a few days ago actually. 
the reason why Raviot is not going to the World Cup, and Raviot is a midfielder, a uh, French midfielder. He's pretty good. Um, he plays for PSG. I think he's usually part of the starting eleven of PSG. Um, young as well, very young. And uh, apparently, Sebas, listen to this. The reason why he's not going to the World Cup is because he emailed the coach, Fran- Francis coach, telling and, and told the coach, hey... I don't want to be a sub. I don't want to be a substitute if I'm going to the World Cup. I don't want to go to the World Cup as a substitute, and the coach decided not to call him at all. But that was such a stupid, stupid thing to say. Oh, my God. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Did he say that? <laughs> he said that in an email. Oh, my God. And, and the coach was like, yeah, I'm not taking you. And he's not taking him to the World Cup. Yeah. And yeah, he because you know, he has to learn yeah. to be irresponsible and to not say stupid shit like that. Yeah, because as we talked earlier, there are 20 field players. Every player who goes to the World Cup plays. Well, they like could at play. some point. At some they point. Can. I mean, if uh, yeah, I mean, if you're France, you're probably gonna go through a few stages. So hopefully, he'll get a chance to play. But I don't know about that. I don't think every player will play if you only play three matches. Yeah, but I mean, I think they can... No, I don't know. I think normally they they play, like most of them play. It's very random that a player doesn't play. I think they get, they, you know, like they substitute the second half of a tee of a match or, you know, like maybe not as a main player, but they they get... Yeah, you they never know. A few minutes. I mean, They get a few minutes. And also, like, what if a player gets injured? That's Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But nevertheless, though, I mean, I would never do that in a million years. I don't think... You need to... Well, first of all, you need to know your place. How are you gonna say that to your coach? Hey, you know what? I'm, I'll come, but not as a substitute. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. goodness, I hope he was yeah. drunk or something when he sent that because that is <laughs> yeah, really dumb. Um, last few that are not going that caught my attention: Oxley Chamberlain. I think he got redemption moving from Arsenal to Liverpool, um, and he was playing really, really well. I am very sad. You know, just I'm, I was very happy to see him play as a midfielder instead of a wing. Uh, as he was playing under Arsene um, and at Arsenal, Arsene Wenger, Arsenal's former coach, and we'll talk about that actually in a few seconds. Um, and yeah, I mean, he's he's not going to play that so extremely sad. He was playing really well as a midfielder. And the other player that's not going that I'm not sad about is Wilshere from, from Arsenal as well. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's had a lot of chances to shine, to crush it, and he hasn't. So I, I I have no sympathy for him. The the last story I have for you is Mario Gotze is not going to the World Cup. Mario Gotze, as some people know, uh, is the player that scored the winning goal for Germany to beat Argentina in the last World Cup. And he is not going to, the, to this World Cup. Um, he's young, and, and he's had very... Complicated injuries in the in the past, um, but yeah, he he won't be going to the World Cup this year. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Also, my uh, Icardi is not going either. Oh, that's right. I forgot about him <laughs> for the Argentina team. But um, I think his problem is that in Argentina, how it works is that Messi has to approve in some way, and I don't think Messi and Icardi get along very well. So apparently that's one of the reasons why he's not joining the team. From yeah, so far that's all that I can remember now. I think also you said that 
Mario Mario Gomez is going right. He's joining the. <laughs> Yeah, surprisingly. It, 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 seems, it seems that you don't believe me, Sebastian. No, it's just that it's incredible. <laughs> this guy is solid. But, I mean, he's an excellent player. He's huge. You know, he's very big. He's, like, uh, very strong. Uh, he's very precise as well. But it, I thought he was, you know, like, in that group of Iker Casillas, Puyol, <laughs> those who are, like, kind of recent but not playing anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah, but he's he, playing in Stuttgart, so, yeah, I guess I, he's... I thought... I thought this player, uh, Sandro Wagner, who, to be honest, I haven't seen play much, uh, plays for Bayern Munich, w- would play. Um, but no, it's uh, would go to the World Cup. But but they decide they decided Ger- Germany decided not to call him and to call uh, Mario yeah. Gomez. But Germany also, as we talk, for example, in the case of uh, I don't know if if I talk with you about this, but uh, in uh, in England, the English team, most of the players, if not all of them, play in the UK. Mm-hmm. And in Germany. There are very few players playing outside the German league. So yeah, that's, 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 that's very interesting because, uh, yeah, like, for example, in, you know, like you, we have, for example, Mesut Ozil in Arsenal, Anthony Cross in Real Madrid, and Kedira in Juventus. Beside those, you know, like, no, but the, I, in Manchester City, but yeah, there are so many of them, like, of, of these list of 23 I think like around five play or like abroad. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting because it I think it used to be more prominent. But yeah, I mean Gundogan played not that long ago in Borussia Dortmund. Uh, Leroy Sané too played not that long ago. What one two years ago mm-hmm. uh, at Schalke. Schalke. Um, so yeah, I mean I, I I totally see what you're saying. I think though that because of I mean this is just my opinion, right? Because Guardiola was in Germany <laughs> as well oh, as coach. Uh, yeah, I mean, he got a few players out. I mean, Sané is amazing. And he didn't have him, but I know he liked him since then. Um, and, you know, Draxler also is a pretty good player. So I'm excited to see Germany in this World Cup. I mean, obviously this is obvious and it should go without saying, but I definitely want a South American team to win this World Cup. I honestly don't see how that is going to happen. I, I think Brazil, baby. Brazil is very strong. If they uh, played as they played in the qualifiers. But no <laughs> Neymar. No Neymar. I mean, you just yeah, said Neymar with, is not going to play. Yeah, without Neymar and Dani Alves, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm hopeful. I hope that Neymar plays. And I don't like that Dani Alves is not playing. I think Dani Alves is the heart of every team. And if he doesn't play, I think no matter which team you are, no matter if you're Germany or Spain, you are losing something huge if Dani Alves is not playing for you. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't see Argentina. To tell you the truth, yeah, uh, I don't it, maybe they can make it to the final. But well, they have Messi. That's and they have I, I think an okay team. It's not an extraordinary team, but with that kind of like the same team, they made it to the final in their last World Cup. So maybe yeah, that's true. Who knows? Well, let, let's hope they do well because they're they're definitely our hope. I mean, I, Uruguay yeah. is a strong team. They have. They have had some young players come through lately, um, so I, I'm hopeful to see what what happens there. But I, you know, I I think they'll do well like they always do. But you know, definitely no, I don't see a chance of them winning the World Cup. Um, but yeah, I mean, after that, I, I don't. I mean, I'm sorry, but I don't see Colombia or Peru, you know, winning the World Cup either. Oh no, no, no. 
<laughs> I barely also don't see France, for instance. Really? No, I don't see France winning the World Cup. I think maybe making a really good World Cup, but not making not it to the it. final. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can. I think we can yeah, talk we, about that later. Yeah, but uh, do you want any? Do you have anything else to add, Edgar? No, I think I'm good. I okay. Yeah, I think that's that's it for me. Yeah, thank you very much for listening and keep keep us uh, in your uh, iPhone. We are in now in the podcast, so anytime you want to listen to us, so please listen to us. And yeah, we're, we're on iTunes and on Google Play. 